0: This is Tracy Bonham, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. Mm synchronicity, and now it's time for the Radio A B O Show. Give us a shame, give us a shake, give us a shame.
1: Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andros Jones, here at Starburns Industries with our musical guest, Tiffany Doucet. Hello. She's providing the oracle fodder for our musical divinations, and now we are joined on the line by a friend of hers, David Barron. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, David.
2: Thank you so much.
1: Now, how do you and this fabulous artist know each other?
2: Uh, I produced uh, Tiffany's record with uh, my co-producer, Simon Felice.
1: That's why it's silly that I asked you before the show (laughs) if you knew who she was. Okay, (laughs) thank you.
2: Of course, no problem.
1: Is that in the notes? (laughs) 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 <laughs> anyway, so uh, so well, I'm Actually, uh, Tiffany was talking earlier about bragging about how, about you as uh how, your work on the new Lenny Kravitz record.
2: Yes, I did all the orchestrations for Lenny, and I played you know the piano and did all those kinds of things, but I I, I play on quite a few records. It's a fantastic,
1: the new Lenny record is a a very, very, I I was lucky enough to hear it just this last week, uh, randomly, and just loved it, loved it.
2: Oh, I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that, I mean, one of the songs um, uh, is just Lenny and I, I played the piano live, and he sang live in the room, we did one take, and it was sort of a magical experience, Then in the Bahamas, we did all the orchestrations in Paris, but we did all the major recording in the Bahamas.
1: So it was a low-budget gig. <laughs> yeah,
2: it was actually... Really, it was really tough for me, you know. The circumstances were pretty hard.
1: Yeah. We're living in a garret in the Bahamas. <laughs> so, and how did you come to Tiffany's music?
2: How did that... Yeah, um, actually, I think Tiffany had heard the Lumineers, and uh, Simon, my co-producer, produced Lumineers. I'm the keyboard player of the Lumineers on their last record. And she contacted him because she liked the sort of folky sound and said i want to do something like this and she was surprised i guess when we answered we liked her music though a lot
1: yeah were you surprised tiffany
3: yeah i was yeah because i i emailed simone and his manager said listen he's overwhelmed with you know requested i'm gonna have a listen to his stuff and i sent him a, a french song a demo And, uh, yeah, a week later, he's the manager, uh, say, can you, are you available to talk on the phone? And I was like, wow. And so I talked to Simon on the phone. He said he really liked my voice and, and my, you know, he, he wanted to talk to me. So we spoke like, you know, 20 minutes about lots of things and then. We started uh, I went to uh, in Catskill to do two songs, and the thing I didn't know is when you work with Simone, you have a second person that comes <laughs> named David Barryl, who is the magician. I, I, <laughs> and so I had uh right. two, two two wonderful uh, human beings and artists for instead of one, and that was like uh, that was the yeah, it was amazing.
1: Was there any one particular song, Tiffany, that you think you brought it? It was one thing when you, this is one of the things I love about working with a producer is when you bring something that is a song that you like and it's good and then they take it and then, and it just becomes something totally else.
3: Yeah, I mean, I would say that for all my songs, uh, that the, it was, I was trusting them so much. Uh, and the the, the the great thing is they were not trying to, like, make the way they wanted. That is, it was just, there was, like, this kind of, like, dialogue and kind of natural things that c- came up right away with the first two songs. Uh, I would just say, like, the first two songs, like, Under My Son and uh, A Piano Song, um, I felt, like, the way we you know they helped me switch some chords and also like uh David he when he started adding like those strings and stuff and it's you know it became like uh, so powerful but at the meantime it was still simple and organic uh I could, and I bet David I would say one thing uh, there's one song called Nine Bar Cafe and yeah. I will play on this show yeah we we recorded me singing with the guitar and uh, I don't know. I, I felt I was missing something, and I remember asking David if he could like do uh, something on the piano. And he, we went upstairs, and he improvised uh, three takes, different things, and and it was beautiful. And this is like uh, it was something that I was not, you know, expecting. And and I really love that song, uh, especially because of this piano uh, intro that he he improvised. Yeah.
1: Wonderful, wonderful, and. And for you, David, was there was there one particular song of hers that really jumped out at you and you just felt sometimes on the producer side, there's a sense you hear a song and you're just like, oh, I don't want to I don't want to mess with this one. I want like (laughs) like, I like there's like there's so much good here that I want to do less on it. You know, Um, was there was there any song for you that you felt a little bit precious about in the whole process?
2: I would say the song that I probably felt the most precious about was "Under My Sun" because when I heard it, I said, "Oh, this is a very hypnotic song. Let's do something very simple and try not to to fight the the narrative or the emotion of the song, but just enhance it. It was already there, and the, everything was in the song already. So it was just us not messing it up, to be honest."
1: Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, that is the that's the 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 real. I think one of the real arts of the producer is to know when you need to give it the kitchen sink because it really needs the kitchen sink and some songs really demand it. I mean, even, I mean, not to say because the song is less, but just because it really wants a, a big orchestra on it. And then the knowing the ones that really just a voice and an instrument and maybe one other thing.
2: Yeah. Our tendency is, I mean, our tendency, especially uh, when I work with Simon is to try to do the least we can in terms of orchestration and make everything that we do count. But I think with Tiffany's music, there's already so much good in it, so you sort of you're just enhancing the beauty the beauty of the song and her voice.
1: She is <laughs> having a hard time Aww. taking compliments here, but uh, <laughs> let it in, let Thank it in, you. Tiffany. So, David, uh, let's dig into this pop oracle format. What is your question for the pop oracle of Tiffany Doucet's um, music? Uh,
2: do aliens live amongst us?
1: Do the aliens live amongst us? I love it. This is a great question. And now, to engage the pop oracle on your behalf, I'm going to spin the Wheel of Eight. Na,
0: na, 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 na.
1: Wheel of Eight. Oh, song number two has come up before, so we are going to switch to the Radio 8 cards. So now... To engage the pop oracle on your behalf, Tiffany say is going to pick a card—any card. Pick a card, any card. Pick a card, any card. Pick a card. What card is it? Four. Song. Show it to me so I can know you're not cheating. Okay, it's song number four. Je do. <laughs> Do aliens live among <laughs> us? That's funny.
3: Oh, that's the French song. French aliens. Je doute, mean I doubt. Just saying. Ta
0: ta 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 E Amém
1: that was jadou i doubt from tiffany Doucet. the answer to david's question do aliens live among us
2: <laughs> now uh, I, you... guess, I guess i guess they don't
1: <laughs> <laughs> well uh, tiffany can you help us uh, those of us who do not speak fluent french i was able yeah. i think i was able to
3: I did a I did yeah. a verse in English. Just I know. To, yeah, yeah, that helped. Because it used to be in English. I used to have both versions, but uh, when we record the the song with David and Simona, we cut a few things, and now it's uh, I haven't really made the English version. So um, the song was written about this voice that you we all have above us uh, that says you're not good, you're not good enough, you're not gonna make this, you're not gonna, especially artists, I guess, but it's everyone. And uh, the chorus says, "A little voice in me, always bothers me, and um, you know, always give me her thoughts. I, you know, uh, I doubt every day. Uh, I doubt my love. Uh, doubts follows me all the time. So that's the chorus. Um, and uh, and yeah, when I was, uh, I guess, younger, this voice was very strong, and would you know, sometimes." Prevents me to to do uh, great greater things, um, and yeah, I, I really wanted to do to write about how you know doubt can't uh, is really present. Um, and uh, I think that, oh, if I could say a word about this song and David, uh, I think that was the song I sent uh, to Simone, and I think Simone really loved that song. So I don't know if it, this song decided him to work with me, and then. We were working on that song, and when we talk about how you know producers, sometimes they they help you, and then I remember, David didn't say anything, but working on the songs, I remember I told David, I remember I was sitting one morning, and I, I don't know if you remember, I told you, I was like, I need to rewrite the chorus, something is not working, like I want to do something, he was like, well, do it. And I, I, I changed some chords, and I add some different lyrics in French, and it it was like wow and this song was really one of my older songs i never recorded it before so it was like yeah in an hour in the morning i and he, he didn't you know do anything he was just do it yeah. <laughs> and, yeah.
2: i mean that's pretty much how it goes right
3: <laughs> yeah right
1: <laughs> so is this a how is this a is this is this a question that you think of you ponder a lot
2: yeah every once in a while i' mean i've been' I'm, I'm in Manhattan right now I've been walking around all night in the East Village you know you see a lot of people and you're like, eh, it could be a few aliens here or there you know, and you know you just wonder you know are they here
1: you see i I was thinking maybe a little bit more uh poetically in the sense of that that doubting voice in our head is like an alien yeah. that lives yeah, that, among us right that's
2: that, definitely that's positive. too.
1: You know, I, I think a lot of time the doubting voice is something that we didn't get from ourself, that we got from somebody else, we got from somebody else's judgment, maybe even act like, not in a way that was like, just, it hit us when we were really open or really tender to something and maybe just trying to play a song for someone and they just don't have time to really listen. And like when you're, it's your first song and you're like, oh that can you know that yeah. can create this or like someone who doesn't really know anything gives you a a note that's like oh is that is that the best you can do and you're like i worked on it so hard you know and and then that voice is in there always like you always think oh is you take that on it's like this alien that you that now infects your your psyche mm-hmm. um and then i i think a big part of a big part of the life of an artist cuz we all have those things it's not like i don't think anyone doesn't have some doubts on and, and some insecurities, but then that is the the path of an artist is to like to learn how to silence those voices and find your own. Or I guess make friends with them if if that's what you do.
2: <laughs> make, make friends with your aliens.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah.
1: Welcome them. Don't treat uh-huh. them the way America's treating
0: <laughs> our, our aliens welcome
1: them with open arms give them a hug and say sit yeah,
3: it's funny you talk about alien because I am an alien I that you say it you oh, know yeah. I'm considered as an alien and
1: she's living among us
3: whenever I take the plane <laughs> whenever I take the plane and I come back here I always have like so much things to go through I'm an alien I'm sorry
1: yeah. on behalf of the United States as, because I think a lot of us in the United States are, are having this feeling of like God, we could, we might want to get out of here. This is getting pretty bad. We might want to get out of here. And then I was actually I was talking to someone this morning and they were saying that I was like, do you think other countries are going to want to have us after the way that America is treating our immigrants? Can you imagine? Like it'll be it'll be a profound comeuppance if Americans find themselves unwelcome in their own country and trying to find. Uh, find purchase and other ones where we have not been so welcoming to, we have not been so welcoming to, so anyway, I took that in a totally other direction but, <laughs> okay. uh, so, well David, we, we have to, we gotta keep moseying along and there's, you know, of there's course. probably you know, like you said, you're in the East, you're in the East Village so there's probably still plenty to do tonight. Yeah,
2: there's definitely some aliens out there tonight. Yeah
1: <laughs> well, if you find any, give them, uh, give them our number, we'd love to have them on Radio 8 Ball. <laughs>
2: Sounds fantastic. You guys have a wonderful rest of your show.
1: your host Andros Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Eight Ball Show.
0: It's a good show.